All right, all right, all right, boys and girls. Welcome back to another lovely episode of Starting Five. It's a podcast in which we form functional starting basketball lineups and increasingly zany and hopefully at least mildly entertaining topics. As you all know by now, I am your gracious host, uh, former legitimate sports journalist Dylan Jeffrey. Joining me today in the second matchup of the second round of the Kids WB bracket, we have sitting maybe 15 feet away from me, my roommate, Andrew. How you doing? And sitting much farther than 15 feet away from me, we have co-host Cody. At least 16. Andrew, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> There's my one. I got it out of the way early. <laughs> oh my god. Well, oh man. We're starting the I don't think you're going to editing magic your way out of that one, Dylan. <laughs> no chance. No chance. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid question because most of the time the answer is no. Dude, I I I got to say though, just to plug the podcast that I'm on. That episode that just came out where <laughs> You, you just said over the editing, editing magic. And then we come yeah. back and Kenny is <laughs> Sam Steven loves Sandusky. <laughs> that was just, all that combined together was almost too much for me to handle. It was amazing. It was a good bit. It was fantastic. It, it made me think that we should do more, uh, more edits when we come back in the second, in the second Zoom call. We should do more just like stupid bits because it hides my lack of editing skills. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you go. lean into it that makes it funnier yeah there you I go agree. well Everyone forget this forget this conversation yeah edit that up <laughs> yeah hey editing magic and we're back look at that oh wow quality <laughs> editing impressive. from dylan again as as our <laughs> listeners have grown accustomed to listening to beautiful editing skills well as i have to remind myself every night before i go to sleep this is a basketball podcast so let's hop into some basketball the matchup of the of the semifinal here deciding who goes on to the final and who has to hang out in the consolation bronze medal match um the other semifinal has been decided peanut control all p darius the creator has found his way into the final and Steven beat the Sandusky charges. Jarnigan is in the third place match. So we will see who faces whom later on. Give it about, about 40 minutes, maybe 50, depending. Um, I will say, let's just start things out. Let's just get the teams out of the way. Um, Cody, if you wouldn't mind giving me your five players in position, please. Let that Jewess put his players in position first. He said it. He said it. I, I need to be. I need to be unbearably clear with you, Cody Shedabar. Jewish is a term for for a Jewish woman. So that's not only anti-Semitic, but weirdly gender. You were you you fell right into the role of villain. All right, let's do it. I, I said will what I said. I said what I said and stand by it. I was given no, <laughs> I was given no green light from anyone before it began. I said it because I, I wanted to. Andrew gave me permission to say that word. I genuinely did not know what it meant. So he justified I, it. I would never give a Goya Hebrew card. What? <laughs> no, I did. Cody can say it. Cody's the only oh, one of us man. who can say it. 
Thank God. Only one. <laughs> only one? The only I thought you were going to stick King Dedede on me. I thought he was going to inhale me or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, uh, you... I, I guess, yeah. He, he yielded his time to, uh, Thank you. to the Hebrew homie, Andrew. Go ahead. Hey-oh. That's <laughs> Shalom. All right. So I have what I think is a pretty solid lineup. The only issue is I can't make sense of my notes from last time. Because I have arrows, I have, I, I just wrote big guy. I don't know who that's supposed to be. <laughs> I have shoot gar, which I'm, a, I'm assuming is shooting guard. <laughs> shoot gar. I, shoot my gar. Is <laughs> that's, the, that's the next legendary Pokemon. <laughs> uh, shoot gar. Shoot gar. <laughs> I, I, I have my team. So I'm going to go through who, and then I'm going to just kind of place them. Um, Starring as, as the head, I have Kate Pride of the X-Men. As the head. Oh yeah, as as, as the top of the serpent, I have <laughs> formerly known as Kitty Pride, currently going by Kate. Uh, my intangible Hebrew friend, uh, without a doubt, the reason that I, I believe we beat Tyler Jones last time. Coming in next, I have Ricochet from Mucha Lucha. Um, if I had to guess, the, the the king and ruler of Dreamland, King DDD, is probably big guy. <laughs> but <laughs> what that means is up to you. Uh, my, following, <laughs> my, my following two are Sailor Jupiter and Rubber Band. So we will go for Rubber Band from Static Shock, sorry. We will go from there. I'm assuming Rubber Band is my shooting guard, is my shoot guard. Shoot um, uh, the, the, way have... that, the way that I had it uh, figured out in the last episode was we had at point ricochet, which was a very interesting decision. I don't think I, I don't think I did that. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I listened to that episode. I don't think Andrew did that. Yeah. yeah Dylan, hold on. Based on who I have, just as the host, since you know, you're non-biased, would you tell me the best position for each of these people? Because that's wow. probably what I came up with. Since I'm not biased. What I'm telling you is what I wrote down during that episode. I'm pretty sure Ricochet was your point guard. Well, we Who all know you like- gonna be? He's so tiny. He's not a shooter. He can't be your two. I, I'm not putting him in the paint. I think he might be your point guard. I think I it's largely because at times he becomes a ball. Yes. And Ricochet's around, as per his name. His, his preferred nomenclature. <laughs> so what... <laughs> I'm just I having had... a good time listening to you guys, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're all about here, the rapport. Um, I had you listed as Ricochet at the one, Kitty Pride as a shooting guard, Rubber Band as the small forward, Sailor Jupiter as power forward, and King DDD as your self-proclaimed big man at center. <laughs> that is pretty much what my notes say. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, basing, if you're if you're looking at like certain symbols that I've drawn and the shorthand, then that is exactly what I have written down. So thank you. you can Sorry for the long intro. <laughs> you can the hieroglyphs. That's what it said. Now. Right. Very nice. Well, Speaking well, of hieroglyphs, look at that transition. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Uh, <laughs> we, who pays you? I don't know. <laughs> um. Okay, so I wanted you to go first because I have a very uh, 
position on position mindset going into this game. Um, I can't. (laughs) You beat me already. (laughs) (laughs) The few choices. Easy, pal. Easy. I got Jinx at the point, so we got her on Ricochet. I got Apocalypse. That was the hieroglyph uh, comparison there. On Kitty Pride at Shooting Guard. Good rip. Ink on Rubber Band Man. Who knows what's going to happen there at the three. Uh, Chase Young on Sailor Jupiter at the four. And I got fucking uh, the Galactic Dictator Dark Side himself on that fat duck down low. (laughs) Fat duck. It's King Fat Duck. Oh, sorry. You pee on. Not <laughs> absolute it. monarchy, but you know. Well, we got royalty on royalty there. We That's do have royalty on royalty. You know, we might as well. Let's. I mean, are we thinking about going into offensive and defensive strats, or do we just want to hop into matchups? Y'all can really take the reins here. What are we thinking? I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, Cody. I'm gonna be kind of. Part, if you'll excuse the pun, ricocheting off you simply because I know next to nothing here. I'm I'm really gonna <laughs> take what you say and try and poke holes in your argument. So if I go first, I'm fucked. It's not gonna work. Oh, the second right. the second die <laughs> concession of defeat there. It's it's reverse psychology, see. Oh hey, for you listeners at home, I'm letting you in on a little secret. <laughs> <laughs> this has been edited in by Andrew Barenfeld. <laughs> he hacked Magic my system. Editing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that he put his own little twist on it, you know? <laughs> very good. It was very good. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess... Uh, uh, speaking of ricocheting, I just want to bring up an ability that uh, Chase Young has. It's actually a signature move. I'm it's sorry, called- real quick. To interrupt, who the fuck is Chase Young? He's you ever, the have you ever seen Challenge Showdown? Shut the fuck Ooh. up, Dylan. <laughs> He's not him. Have you ever seen Challenge Showdown? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the bad guy with, like, the long hair and oh, turns into a lizard. Oh, the goth-looking dude. Yep. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. so uh, his signature martial arts move is called Repulse the Monkey, where he repels everything. Just pulls his dick out. So, yeah. So, everybody, anybody coming in to dunk, even if she's uh, Kitty Pride being all translucent, getting blown back by that cock out, man. <laughs> <laughs> he whips it out on the court, which oh, is so yeah. <laughs> What else could repulse the monkey mean? I mean, come on. <laughs> that's all I can think of. Okay. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Like Thank it. you. <laughs> Our brief little All right. well. on, the, on the unsung hero of the first round, Chase Young, who did, didn't, you. get, you. didn't get a lot of airtime early on. Yeah, you um, know, there's just a lot to cover. There's a lot I, going on. Yeah. I, I will say if we're leaning into a little bit more of another character who didn't get an awful lot of, of screen time early on, but I don't I don't think I know anything about Dark Side. What? <laughs> Darkseid's like the Thanos of the DC universe is pretty much what I know. Pretty yeah. much. Is, but with laser beams. Nice. With laser beams. All he, the villains either have a cape or laser beams. Half to exactly. both if you're Dr. Doom. Oh, yeah. Damn. I should have had Dr. Doom. No. <laughs> I should have put Doom on my team. Where was he in Kids WV? Actually, That's I don't cool. know if he even 
he wasn't. <laughs> I don't think he was. Yeah, actually, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> he wasn't up for grabs. I don't think we got any Fantastic Four representation in uh, no. any of the four brackets. Unfortunately, in all of media, uh, Fantastic Four is lacking any good representation. <laughs> that is a weird '90s show, but I don't know what it was on. There's a they tried to turn Johnny Storm into like a pop star. He has a song about being on fire or some shit. It's bad. No. Oh my god. But I I I. I'm, what am I doing to this podcast? It's about basketball. Yeah. God damn. Play up. Play. <laughs> Slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> God. Well, you know, let's just let's hop into some matchups. Why not? I think they could take quite some time. We got. Oh, some you, fun did ones. you want me to tell you what of anything about Dark Side? Nah. All right. <laughs> You brought it up, man. I'm just fucking, I'm just being a good guest and reminding you of what you asked me. If you don't want the answer, that's fine. <laughs> it's true. I mean, uh, uh, DC Thanos with Thunderbolts, that's, you know. Thunderbolts. So you see how selective this man's hearing is? And <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> Andrew, when you come to Dylan for the rent, does he go, yeah, the milk's in the fridge? <laughs> or like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Dylan's usually reminding me. He's like, yeah, it's oh. the last of the month. Hell Every yeah. month. <laughs> I always, I'm, I'm, I'm here like, for honesty. <laughs> what, what am I going to get fucking steamrolled by a bunch of people who listen to podcasts? Fuck off. <laughs> now I'm insulting your viewer base, and <laughs> I feel like this is making me fun, right? People like listening to this. Just, people like to be shit. It. Stephen A. <laughs> makes a lot of money just to, just to yell it's in an increasingly high-pitched voice. <laughs> the other day on sports and i swear to god he was talking about the cowboys and if you guys know Stephen a oh, boy, that's never I. fun oh hey. i know you do andrew he's, yeah. your, he's your pal your amigo you guys grab lunch <laughs> uh but he i swear to god it was like i was working you know and it's on in the background and it was like i think three full minutes of him going i'm in it i'm in it i'm in it go, i'm in it, I'm in it. <laughs> like, i was like i was like will you turn that motherfucker off like, <laughs> <laughs> can we cut to fucking commercial espn oh, like God. holy shit the man clearly needs some help get him some water or something. Get him some help get him off no. live air resuscitate him no no that's they're drawing it if he dies on camera oh, that's man. big numbers ratings i have often good. said i've always wanted derrick rose to uh come back to the bulls and you know he's got andrew he's got a huge history of injuries it's like in every rap song uh, I want him to like win the championship, and as he puts up that game-winning layup, I want it to go in, and I want him to just drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, that's all he shit. had left. <laughs> that's all he needed. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. Exactly. Imagine the statues, man. Imagine how famous this imaginary Derrick Rose I just made up would be. Yeah, it would be crazy. a sports legend. Indeed. Too bad he's going to win the title this year with the Knicks, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Spike Lee, is that you? <laughs> Shouts out the Knicks. Kimball Walker should start. And we're on to the actual podcast at hand, maybe 20 minutes in. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. King DDD is a reckless powerhouse who eats shit that's in front of him and has a big fucking mallet that I'm assuming is legal on the court. <laughs> Ricochet is not only a luchador, but turns into a little ball and bounces around. Now, you claim to have Mr. fucking goth monkey guy 
who can uh, just stop shit, but Kate Pride can absolutely phase through just about anything. And when I say just about, I mean, even adamantium, the strongest metal known to man. So I highly doubt any amount of like freaky looking genitalia or slapping the monkey or whatever is going to stop my homegirl Kate. She's gonna get to the basket and barely needs to phase out just to get the ball in. Honestly, she could probably do it while phased. The bitch can walk on air. So <laughs> I also believe that rubber band or Sailor Jupiter can handle pretty much anything thrown at them. They're, they're powerhouses in their own right, acting as a Mr. Fantastic, if you will. So I don't know what a matchup means, but I think I won this part. <laughs> God damn it. If we could make that whole monologue the title of this episode. <laughs> Man, that was excellent. That was excellent. Uh, you're a big comic guy, aren't you, Andrew? I, uh, I don't like it. No one asks that question and something good follows. <laughs> yeah, I am. Why don't you tell me how many times Kitty Pride even assisted, or Kate Pride, excuse me, mm -hmm. assisted in defeating Apocalypse? Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. I was actually let's, let's doing some, some thinking about this. First off, I just want to compound your use of the word Jewish with this <laughs> concept that a man from Egypt with great power, one may call him a pharaoh, is going to stomp our kindly Hebrew girl? Cody, that's awfully anti-Semitic of you. Listeners at home, do you want a winner who hates the Jews? Don't answer that out loud. You don't have to. They, they all in unison scream their answer. <laughs> Cody, my, my honest response to you is, how many times has Apocalypse won when Kitty Pride is on the team? Because I, I know the number, but I'd love to hear your response. That's a fair point, Andrew. But need I remind all of our listeners, again, this is basketball. Um, and anytime Apocalypse has been defeated, he's locked away. It's like that kind of thing. Like, it's not like a KO punch <laughs> or, any, or oh, anything no. ridiculous. So where does one go? I just mean to say... Kate Pride whole thing is that she can't be touched, right? I mean, she's moving through everybody. Apocalypse kind of a psychic powerhouse, so that neutralizes her, man. She, he's in her head, just like he, pharaohs are in the heads of Jewish women. <laughs> don't lean in. <laughs> I don't know, man. He made me do it. Did <laughs> you do it? <laughs> You're making this decision harder and harder every minute. <laughs> Holy hell. If I'm going to get canceled, man. I'm going to get fucking aborted. Yeah, I said it. Cancel me again. <laughs> I'm going to abort you. Okay. I. <laughs> this is my not... heel turn. <laughs> Damn. I, I want to sort of bring to attention your use of apocalypse. If we're going to use sort of his comic accuracy, then I would like to be We're super not. clear. <laughs> the only thing Apocalypse cares about more than winning is the secession of mutants over the human race. Now, my question for you is this, how many other mutants are on your team? Well, since we're talking different universes, I mean, I think that's kind of, that's a tricky subject. I've got some DC no, people and I've got a Shallon Showdown character. So I think, I think 
enhanced abilities, you know, like I think they could all at the least I could convince Apocalypse that they're all mutants, bro. That's cool. We're all we're all <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a really good point. Oh, wait, fuck. You're right. Apocalypse has psychic powers and would uh, know yeah. if they're not a mutant. So but they don't even know what a mutant is. So like, <laughs> even worse, even worse. <laughs> You know, in any other timeline, being a mutant is just being gay. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, short? You have nice man I out of this, all right? <laughs> wow, we're all getting canceled here, folks. <laughs> we're, 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 we're leaning into it. Oh no, if, if your logic is that, then what's to stop anyone from being like, wow, you have a giant penguin guy on your team. Is he a mutant? There's absolutely no... There's no end to it, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Well then, well then, to, to to cap that point, to punctuate the point, I would imagine that Kitty Pride's actual X gene would be enough to let him know, okay, that's a that's a real mutant, or at least that's well, someone yeah. that I shouldn't fuck with for the good of all mutant kind. Now we're getting into that's semantics fair. here, but is that not the point of this podcast? So, <laughs> there, there's basketball, and then there's semantics, and sometimes they're not in that order. The name of this uh, episode is anti-Semitic semantics. <laughs> Bang! I don't know how comfortable. I don't think we're allowed to do that. Edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, scrap this. Let's start over. Yeah, let's start. Yeah, everybody, go get go get some tea. You know, like I've been clearing my throat a little bit. I need it. You know, (laughs) come back with a snack. It's a brand new episode. You didn't. (laughs) We're gonna come back from a quick commercial break. Oh my goodness! (laughs) You really got me talking, man. This is a good strategy. Like I'm not even talking basketball anymore. I'm just I'm deflecting. I don't think we've hmm. mentioned basketball yet. Okay. The mention that we okay. haven't mentioned basketball yet. Play up, dribble. Yes. Play. And who's going to be doing a lot of those? Chase Young with Sailor <laughs> Jupiter on him. Chase Wait, Young, man, who? he can teleport. He can. He's super fast, super strong. Sailor Jupiter, great pick, but she's not going to be able to keep up with him for that reason. He's too fast. I find that interesting. Have you seen any Sailor Moon? Yes. Have you seen any Shallon Showdown? <laughs> Okay, no to both of them, actually. I've seen little commercials, <laughs> but I know that she's like the bruiser on the team. And because of course of that, she is, yeah. She's basically like Superman in a miniskirt, and I feel like she can handle a goth teenage boy. Boy. <laughs> they're not, but they're not going to fight, Andrew. He's just going to teleport behind her and put up a layup and dribble, like you were saying. Yeah, but... She, Okay, well, then how about this for hypothetics? Rubber Band is going to use his big fucking peener to just wrap around Chase and pull him back. There's okay. There's, if, if we're talking <laughs> hypotheticals here. Ink, then, who has the exact same powers except liquefying and solidifying, will just fucking permeate a strap-on and do the damn, <laughs> do the same damn thing. And then we will eat them both. I don't know. I <laughs> doing here cody you started it man i'm just just repulsing the monkey i'm just repelling it back all right (laughs) now you're calling me a monkey (laughs) what is this what is this episode we're talking about pulsing all right listen here's why ricochet sucks (laughs) that's what i'm talking about get into it here's a hot take and i'm a big fan of wrestling (laughs) ricochet is your classic Goody goody thinks he knows what's best, all morally strong, but yet every episode seems to revolve around, uh, consequently, him having a crisis of morals. Therefore, one could argue that he's not consistent enough, even without being guarded by 
the defensive player of the year, Jinx, who need I remind you, her power is bad luck. Mm. Defensive player of the year. Did you guys hand out inner team uh, awards? I don't know where no, this, this was. This was voted on by Twitter before I got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> They're paper plate awards that the kids made. Nah, should have known. Everyone got one. Everyone got one. Should have seen that the one there. Apocalypse made. His macaroni art. Kids got a future. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's valid. I'm not gonna lie. My biggest threat or perceived threat on your team is Jinx, simply because she's been shown to have incredible powers when people are even near her. So my thought process is if someone can keep Jinx occupied, the rest of our team is rather evenly dispersed. I'm thrown by both Apocalypse and Darkseid as two large purple men who want to sort of overtake the earth. How you're going to get them to work as a team, bringing Ricochet's morals into question, I mean, Ricochet at least has a clear goal. Get the ball in the hole. You, that's, that's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But to get these two titans of destruction and death to be like, yes, I will put ball in hole, and then the <laughs> rain of mutants will come. For, like, there's no, that's not going to work. <laughs> I throw your logic back at you. Much that's like a fair point. Right back at you <laughs> with King <laughs> God, I'm so listen, man, uh, <laughs> I, I dare you, Andrew, to name another form of media that has more mention of people with abilities than the starting five podcast. How yeah. else do you think I recruited Apocalypse to join it? Of course he wants to be here, man. You just said he wants to be around the mutants. He wants everybody to be a mutant. Mm -hmm. So this is where he can do the most impact. And with his championship win down the road, He's going to use that to, you know, take a more peaceful approach to turning everyone into mutants and <laughs> absolutely killing everybody else. <laughs> Darkseid, and you already know this, Andrew. I'm sure you're just trying to throw me a curveball, but Darkseid is under Apocalypse's control. So that's just not breaking. That's fine. He's also eight foot nine and 1,800 pounds. Indeed, he is. Forgot to mention that off the rip. True that. Manute Bull considered the mutant of basketball. Manute Bull? <laughs> what just happened? Are you are you Googling? No. Andrew, I'll have you know. <laughs> did you Google the mutant of basketball? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if I did or didn't. Everyone's going to become a Bull. Of Apocalypse with his paper plate MVP of the year award. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If we if we could only just just focus on the energy that the reference to Manute Bowl is bringing to this podcast, it makes me happy knowing that people got a show. thinking about that wonderful, wonderful man. Yeah, so that's a score one for me, I guess. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Damn, up to another if I knew one, I could just Google basketball players, <laughs> hey, that's only, that's been only stored special up in ones. Time. Only special ones like Manute Bowl, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Thon uh, Maker, can I? <laughs> he's a fan yeah. favorite, right? <laughs> can I interest you in yeah. Thon Maker? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh boy. Um. Yeah, dude. So your fat duck ain't handling the dictator of apocalypse. There's no way he's gonna outspeed him. In fact, here's a fun fact. Do I have time? Yeah, I have time. I always have time for story time with co-host Cody. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
this is a spoiler for uh, the end of the Superman animated series, but like, who's really, you know, <laughs> going back? It came to out a anyway. couple fucking years ago. You're late. Yeah, you're a little late. A little late. So Darkseid actually ends up brainwashing Superman into thinking he's his son and sends Superman on a conquest to Earth to like take it over. And I bring that up to say Darkseid has sunned Superman. So what in the hell is anybody on your team going to do about that? That kind of power. I think I have a couple of ideas. One, clearly Darkseid has some severe psychological issues. If he (laughs) sees someone like Supes and is like a being of incredible power, the perfect form, you're my baby boy. There's something wrong there. And I feel like it doesn't matter who on my team just has to show Apocalypse, or I'm sorry, Darkseid, a little bit of kindness, and he may melt. I'm I'm not sure what to do with this new information, Cody. Are you giving what? me this fucking, this, what the fuck is the name of that little clay animated Christmas Zombie. special with, with the Ice King? Or, not the Ice King. Damn it. Snow Miser, <laughs> Heat Miser. No, the, uh, oh. God, the one Elf. with Santa Claus. With Santa Claus and the ice guy, and all he oh. does is give him a hug, and then his icy heart melts. Yes, is, the, it's always sunny. Saying Christmas that's, that, yep, that's it. Exactly. You're saying that's dark side. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna put one foot in front of the other and just be just fine. Like, yeah, you know, maybe oh, it happened. What a what a hot take. <laughs> we now transport you, dear listener about 22 minutes into the future, at the tail end of a rather magnificent rant on my part. Um, enjoy. ...are Martin and Jason, the second mastermind who now shares her code name, the X-Men's Pixie. God damn it, Manute Bull, fuck, basketball. All right, uh, sorry, uh, I guess we can, uh, we, we can start back. Uh, Cody, what do you think Ink is gonna do in this game? Hmm? Uh, well, first she's gonna apologize. Uh, I'm sorry, Dylan. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, dude. Yeah, Holy dude. Smokes. I didn't mean to talk about Lady Mastermind like in any negative light. Um, he, or Manute Bowl, really. It was just yeah. A joke. No, yeah. Andrew doesn't even know who Manute Bowl is. <laughs> so, it, was, it was very clear. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, Ink is <laughs> Ink is uh really man. Ink is rubber band man superior. And I'll tell you why, because she's not just the one trick. I'm rubber. I'm plastic, man. I'm Reed Richards. I'm this guy. I'm that guy. She's her own thing. She liquefies. She solidifies. She can slip down that court like an oil spill and dunk the ball every time. Sorry, your verbiage is just freaking me out. I I get that. (laughs) I think that that makes a good point. We've both got two really mobile uh, players on our teams. Uh, First off, please don't uh, besmirch the name of Reed Richards. Second... (laughs) Um, I don't really understand what being liquid is going to be helpful. Like, how is she going to hold the ball? How is she going to, I'm pretty sure that it's considered a foul or traveling to, to gloop yourself down the paint. So power to elixir, smoothie, whatever the fuck her name was. But I don't think that that's going to, rubber band is at least solid. He is someone who can dribble without moving. He can go up and down the court staying in place. So when people are trying to get in his way and knock the ball out, he can just navigate them all over the place. There's no stopping rubber band. Top that off with, again, Kate Pride, 
and the extra mobile ricochet, I, I feel like keeping the ball is going to be the hardest part of Smoothie or whoever. Sorry. Smoothie Queen. Smoothie Call queen. her Smoothie one more time. <laughs> I forgot already because she's not important. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness, buddy. Okay, fine. Even if you happen to convince Dylan that liquefying's no good, which we've already discussed, and he should remember that she doesn't go full liquid. It's like she solidifies, liquefies at any part of her body. So she can liquefy down the court still with hardened hands. Dribbling that ball, man. Hardened hand. Now, listen, though. <laughs> Even if all she can do is stretch, that's enough to keep up with Rubber Band Man, who all he can do is stretch. <laughs> yeah. But he's, a, he's made of solid matter. Solid matter? I just told you ink can harden herself. Okay, free That's phrase. harder than rubber. Ew. Okay? <laughs> gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Power to ink. Little little ink stain. You do know her name, you piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a psycho, and it's working. Stop it. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> I'm bullying Cody, listeners. It's been it's it's getting bad. I'm sorry. I look. I think that with your mobility, we have ink and rubber band. I will concede to they are evenly matched, but no less. Rubber band has exponential stretching powers while becoming a liquid, I feel like is a super cool move for anything that's not a competitive sport. We have yet to talk about the absolute monarch of this whole show and that's King DDD. Not, he's not the most mobile of players, but he's a powerhouse. And I feel like because he's either dealing with enemy members of the opposing team. Wow, that was a clunky sentence. Enemy. Because he's either <laughs> because he's either fighting off your fuckers or actively like croqueting ricochet. He Which is and my Sailor... favorite offensive tactic of all time. I will concede that to you. <laughs> okay. I didn't even intend for that. It's not until I made the image of two of the two of them together and I was like, oh shit. Look, there's a lot of mobility and there's a lot of power on my team. And I feel like it's those two elements that your team definitely has, but with Dark Side and Apocalypse, you've got two big dudes who are used to getting other people to do their work for them. Everyone on my team is a team player, even DDD. He's a king who gets his hands dirty. He bumps elbows with the people of Dreamland or wherever the fuck. And I, I really need to make it clear with the exception of the psychic powers, Kitty Pride is unstoppable. She can phase through your ink stain. She can phase through your goth monkey. She can pretty much make it up and down the court untouched. Phasing the ball as well is pretty easy. Okay. <clears throat> What's she gonna do when ink, or no. <laughs> when Jinx decides to just bad luck that translucency and she just happens to accidentally Come back to the physical form while she's halfway through Darkseid's elbow. What's uh, what's going to happen then? <laughs> I need you to know that I was thinking about that. Of all the things <laughs> ruined... That specific thing. <laughs> no, sincerely. The idea that Jinx's whole thing is bad luck. The only thing that can fuck up Catherine Pride is her not being phased. And I mean, Murphy's Law, you know? If 
something bad is going to happen or whatever. Rule of threes. Never look a gift horse in the mouth or whatever. I don't remember Murphy's Law. but You know what Murphy yeah, said. Rock, paper, scissors. I got you. Bada bing, bada bip. Yes. Really, really unfortunate. But I also think that while Jinx is nimble and has, I think, one of the better power sets for this for this matchup, um, Sailor Jupiter is going to throw some fucking elbows real early on. And if I remember my Teen Titans history, Jinx is really easy to take out when she gets clobbered in the face by someone bigger than her. Oh my God. And look, if, if you can't throw elbows, then are we really even playing basketball? Now that's a sentiment that I can get behind. <laughs> Jesus. You know, while we're at it, I kind of like the direction uh, we're going here. Let's just follow that up. So uh, if, on the opening tip, um, which I guess for comedy's sake, it will not be Rubber Band Man and Ink as it should be. It will be uh, King DDD chipping Ricochet into the air. And it, it'll be... Can I at least, like, fucking throw <laughs> Jinx then or something? Yeah. Uh, like, God damn. Oh, <laughs> Darkseid Dark is just going to pick up Chase Young and chuck his ass into the air. They're both going to go up for it. And while that is happening... Sailor Jupiter is going to throw a vicious, which does receive a technical foul, elbow directly into the eye of Jinx. It's fine. It's fine. If it's Jinx fine. is off the court, you can bench Jupiter and four on four and we'll still kick ass. She's still she's still out there for the moment. It's just just a tag. I might up it to a, a flagrant one, you know, not enough to get her kicked out, but enough that it's essentially a yellow card. I think it's a clear yellow card. Jupiter <laughs> is not subtle. From the one episode of Sailor Moon I've watched. She talks to the ref <laughs> before the tip. She's like, hey, just so you know, I'm about to elbow that bitch in the eye. She's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, just so you're ready for it. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. So well, with, with Jinx, at least like a little bit, if not fully immobilized, then at least like a little dazed and confused. Uh, Andrew's team attempts to start out with, with a nice early lead. Uh, Cody, what, what do we do about that now? Now that Jinx is mildly, not for really even more than the quarter incapacitated. Just as a small rebuttal to that, uh, Jinx, when she gets angry is even more powerful with the bad luck. Her eyes go pink and everything. And nothing makes me angry like a sucker punch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but anyway, here's what we're going to do, man. It's all speed. Yes, I outpower Andrew's team. Yes, my team's better looking than Andrew's team. <laughs> yes, I get it. But <laughs> the main thing here is speed, okay? They're not going to keep up with Chase Young, super fast and teleporting. Uh, Dark side, his Omega Beams can teleport anybody they touch. So that's going to help too. Chase Young, super speed. Ink at least can... I don't know, stretch. So I guess that's at least moderately more fast than the average person. And I get that rubber band man can keep up with that. And that kind of cancels out. Mm. But yeah, man, uh, Apocalypse, I feel like I've even like not even said this, but he can teleport too. <laughs> so like, there's just, <laughs> he can shape shift. He can, uh, he can levitate. He can uh, create illusions. I mean, he's, there's just too much to talk about with my team. And, and I, I really think that speed until maybe some fatigue catches up definitely gives us the lead at halftime. I, I think that's super valid. But before I give my sort of rebuttal, I have to ask the ref a question, just oh. if you don't mind. Excuse me, ref. Uh, yes. Yes. Hello. 
It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. The ref. It's me. Chris Pratt. It's Chris Pratt out here. That's right. My my question for you, ref, is what are the rules when it comes to traveling and teleporting? Um. Uh, I feel like we had to have discussed this before, but I can't remember the precedent we sat down. Um, I mean, you're just one space and then you're another. You're not technically move. I guess Nightcrawler is moving through hell, so he has to speedily dribble through hell. <laughs> but if these other <laughs> teleporters are just showing up in their other spot, I don't believe that they have to dribble. I think they're, they're okay. No traveling yeah. violation there. That's, that's super valid. Well, then my theory is just this. Kate Pride is going to grab someone and put them in the fucking ground. I don't know. <laughs> That's something she can do, and I'm all about Specifically it. Specifically who? Yeah. Are you going to sucker punch Jinx and then put Jinx halfway through? Even, you know, ignoring the bad luck maybe doesn't take effect there. None of these other guys you're going to be able to catch with that, man. I mean, she just has to touch them for them to phase as well. I think it'd be really funny to put ink underground because good luck coming out of that one. But... That's fair. I, That's a good point. She'll just like enrich the soil immediately and like a big flower will pop out like a cartoon. And it'll photosynthesize and then there she is again. It's great. Yeah. That's what I'm going and then she teleported. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I oh think, my God. Okay, so <laughs> I, I definitely will agree with you. You managed to catch up to us by halftime with what you said. I think you you reach where we're at. Your team, sure, your team is good looking if you really like goth children who spank the monkey and two <laughs> giant purple dudes. Yeah, great. It's my favorite and- category on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then whatever color Jinx is, that's not a racial comment. That's truly just. I, yeah, I, right. She's like gray. She looks I like read online that a lot of people think she may be like in, it, akin to Nightcrawler, like, uh, like birthed by a demon maybe or. I got you. Anyway. She's got that raven color where she also looks like she's like a, an ashtray. So yeah, I can see it. I always thought that that was allegorical for some kind of race, but it's not. It's just gray. It's their gray. Yeah. But so my thought process is just this. I really like the idea that you are focusing on speed. I think speed is really important um, because, yeah, with teleportation, you can be everywhere. You can be in the stands. You can throw the ball up into the crowd and then have someone pop, grab it, get back to where they need to be. My main concern with this is just, that's not basketball. <laughs> if you're putting on a fucking light show for people, just bamfing all over the place, Bamf. that's great. But my question is this, who's doing the scoring? Who's passing to who? Who's keeping my team away from the ball? Who has any sort of plan other than we'll all just blink in and out of existence together rapidly around the court. Look, I like the Harlem Globetrotters as much as the next guy, but <laughs> we're playing basketball. We're trying hmm. to get the ball in the hoop. Cody, if you're going to teleport, which again, I think is a great move. Don't make your team full of teleporters. Who's setting up the someone else to dunk? Anyone? How are you getting the ball into the hands of other players? If you are just teleporting all over the court, which, by the way, I hate to poke holes in your logic, but teleporting is something that's extremely strenuous to all mutants, and as well as things like Darkseid, and I can't speak for Shaolin Showdown, dweeb, but teleporting is not Me. an easy thing. That was, that was offensive. No more dweebs. Oh. That was the only one you get. 
<laughs> you got you got the one dweeb card, pal. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <This is> context. <laughs> I I just want to be super super clear. And honestly, I guess it's a question for the ref too. Like we are still playing basketball, right? Like we're still trying okay. to to get the ball up and down the court and into the basket. What an interesting tactic to take the beginning of one thing that Cody said was a part of his game plan and turn him into just the Blue Angels or whoever it is that do the fun tricks in the air over football games. (laughs) He's not even playing a sport. He's the show before the sport. I'm fully confident he never said any of those things. Oh, listen back to this and feel how foolish (laughs) listeners you remember. Listeners, do you remember? Can you do like a and then like replay what happened? I'll bring it back. There we go. Cody saying exactly that. I am better than him. It just replays you saying it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! All right, I'll I'll play with that game, man. Here's what we have. Then we essentially have a point center, point guard kind of duo here where Jinx is reading the floor and Darkseid is also reading the floor, but from inside the paint. So what we effectively have here is Ink slipping around the corner three position because we know she can get those stretchy three-point dunks, which is canon <laughs> in starting five. <laughs> love a stretchy three-point dunk. Exactly. And then we have Apocalypse and Chase Young. Chase Young's probably got a jumper. I'm not willing to say Apocalypse does unless he's using some kind of psychic help, maybe. Uh, so those are the teleporters. That's what it is. We've got the three guys running around and we've got the two that monitor the court, tell people where to te- teleport. Easy. If, if we're talking mobility, I think that it's going to become a really interesting game of keep away because with the exception of DDD, everyone on my team has a different form of flying around. I mean, Sailor Jupiter can fly. Ricochet, once he gets knocked into the air, he only increases his elasticity as he bounces around. Hey, man, once I get knocked in the air, I fly too. <laughs> <laughs> That's hardly a skill. <laughs> and, and once any of your teleporters see Kate Pride has the ball, teleporting isn't going to help them because she can not only walk on air, but when she is intangible, nothing can touch her. Except for psionic powers, which is what I'm doing with the bad luck with Jinx and what I'm doing with Apocalypse. It's very intentional that I have Jinx and Apocalypse at the one and two because you put Kitty Pride at the two. That's your biggest threat. That's where I'm going to put the switch just in case you try to do some some picks and some, you know, (laughs) are you taking notes? Yes. (laughs) He's jotting down the basketball vernacular that you just spewed. (laughs) He's going to bring it up later. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh no, now the podcast thinks I don't know what that means. It's the ultimate <laughs> he trick. got me. You heard it here first. It folks, Cody's talking at his ass. He put it to the camera. <laughs> he made me read it. I didn't make him do anything. We're in different parts of the world. Of the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to you live from Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Dubai. Anyway, I feel like Look, you've got a pretty solid game plan here, but it's going to come down to raw skill. And I offer more variety in my team than you do. I'm going to, I will say it again. Jinx is an incredible pick and I commend you for that. After that, your team gets samey. People who stand in place and let their powers do something or just teleport to another spot. That's not basketball. (laughs) Right, which is why that's only one ability 
of about the 50 that each member has, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's like, we're talking about Giannis and Tendakumpo and you're just saying like, yeah, but they're all just tall. What do you need that guy for? He's, he's tall. Everybody <laughs> else is tall. Why do we need another tall guy? I think that, you know what I mean? Really, like, that doesn't make sense, dude. I think it's really rude, Dylan, that you would ask me to be on your podcast just to belittle me with my lack of sports knowledge. You and Cody tag teaming on me like this. Oh, I see, you know, basketball players are tall. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> no, I, I would never demean you in any way, Andrew, <laughs> you know. except when you let me say that one word. <laughs> I guess that's, that's kind of what I have to glom onto now. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not doing too hot so far. <laughs> I glob on to, well, Speaking of globbing on to, I'm going to glob back onto the reins of this podcast and take over so that we can, so we can wrap this up. They want the three hour episode, Dylan. They want it. They're begging for us. They are begging. I think could go all night. Yeah. Yeah. Can I I make closing remarks at least to try and scrape together a bit of my dignity? Yeah, we'll get, yeah. Only when I say, because it's my podcast. Valid, all right. Whoa. I believe we have just enough time for closing remarks. Andrew, would you mind going first? God damn. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. What can I say? I would like to just sort of put this mental image in everyone's head. If anyone has ever played Super Smash Brothers, they know that King DDD has jumps for days. They know that the fucker can not only fly, but has that big whoop kind of jump thing that he does. So I would like to end my game with DDD dunking and absolutely destroying the, uh, the, the hoop in the backboard and everything. Like it shatters. I'm pretty sure he leaves a bit of a crater. I just think it'd be funny. And now that you have that mental image in your head, I mean, try and declare anyone else the winner. <laughs> wow. Can we have it be that he dunked on ink so that way, like when he dunks it and lands, like it's just a sploosh of <laughs> like she just all the water goes everywhere. You're Absolutely. painting a vivid mental picture. And I love it. I'll yes, allow it. I'll that was fantastic. Great Smash oh. Brothers uh, reference. Thank you. <laughs> well, Cody, closing remarks on your end. Here's what it is, man. Uh, I've got a team of winners. They don't lose. If they have lost, it's in a very climactic way. <laughs> Andrew, don't you dare write into the chat and distract me. I will not fuck this. I will not. I will not. When we look at Andrew's team, we have a bunch of people who lose maybe every episode. Like, look at them all. Fucking Sailor Jupiter gets fucked around by whatever fuckboy is the new Sailor Moon villain. King Dedede loses to a pink little jigglypuff. How's that? Damn. You don't know what you're talking about. Here's what it will, is, man. Here's what it is. I'll be respectful, it's, but you don't know and, what you're talking it's, about. <laughs> it's Andrew's team lesser than Kirby, lesser than my team. That's how it is. Damn, your team's better than Kirby? That's how All right. Is. We're at least See, that's not. There's, no one's better than Kirby. <laughs> Kirby's the great nullifier. That's for me. You can't divide by zero. <laughs> Andrew's team less than Kirby, less than or equal to Cody's team. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's what I was missing. <laughs> and uh, that's my closing remark. All right. Well, uh, fuck my turn, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm going to run down the uh, the matchups to make this decision. Hopefully uh, come to life on the page before my very eyes and uh, very uh, alchemy like. Point, I got to say Jinx over Ricochet for sure. I, I don't think anyone's particularly surprised by that. Ricochet has a very fun rapport within his team. 
but Jinx is, uh, you know, for being like maybe the fourth or fifth option, also somehow like the most important player on the team. <laughs> I very much enjoyed the Jinx pick. Um, at the two, Apocalypse versus Kitty Pride, which is very interesting because Kitty Pride is the most important person on Andrew's team. Apocalypse, even though I just said Jinx was might be the most important person on Cody's team. Canonically, one has won over the other. Just putting that out there. Why didn't you bring that up earlier? Not <laughs> in a like... game of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> With the help of the X-Men. <laughs> Not by herself. Yeah, now she's got the basket men. I don't know. Fuck off. <laughs> the basket <laughs> I love that. That's canon. That's sticking. That's canon. Basket <laughs> men. I'm going to leave that one alone for a minute and I'll move on to rubber band man versus ink. Um, as a big fan of Batman beyond, I've seen ink do some out of control things that I have not seen rubber band man do. I think rubber band man was excellently suited in the first round to go against blocking out the potential pick of static and to nullify freakazoid in this matchup. There's not any electricity for him to nullify. He has another person who can do relatively his same thing. I don't think it's by much, but I'll give that slight edge to Ink. Um, Chase Young, Defensive Player of the Year, versus Sailor Jupiter. In spite of um, definitely not me or Andrew, possibly uh, you, Cody, knowing nothing at all about Sailor Jupiter. I do know that she's five foot six and very powerful and can fly. And while Chase Young has a lot of different powers, I feel like Sailor Jupiter is, is, is pretty OP in this scenario. I'm feeling pretty good about that matchup. And then it becomes King DDD versus Dark Side, which is just so goddamned comical that I think I have to go with King DDD. <laughs> <laughs> He's very important to his team. He's got the special thing. And you know what? The mental image of him dunking at the end of the game was great. Now, what's very fun is that the mental image of him dunking, we added the fun little intro or the little additional bit of him yamming on ink and making the, the little dot follow up. So follow with me, if you will, a little, a little blob of ink as it flies up from the court. And in the background, slowly coming into focus is the scoreboard. And it does read that Cody's team won this game. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was the best of both worlds ending. <laughs> it, it definitely made me feel good until you kind of dashed my hopes for a, for a good bit. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew, I, I, I want to apologize. Uh, oh, I had nothing to do with that setup the way he absolutely stepped on you there. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I, th I thought I was just going to step on you, you know, because my team's better. But um, oh! I got involved too. And uh, this was my heel turn episode. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to winning the belt at WrestleMania. <laughs> Strict hey, villainy from here on out. Cody, Mr. Shannabarger, I just want to say I appreciate the sportsmanlike attitude you've taken through most of this. Uh, and when it really comes down to it, I had fun, which I think is the most important thing. This is a great podcast. I love listening. So do you, listener at home. You love listening to this. I just, it's not your fault, but I am going to have to take this out on Dylan tonight while he's asleep. For those of you at home, we are roommates. Just as a reminder, he is going to get his just desserts. So have no fear. The fan favorite will return one day. Um, 
and uh, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. This was <laughs> I'm I'm glad you will come back, but it doesn't sound like we'll have a host anymore. So yeah, it's, it sounds like co-host Cody is going to become a host Cody. If you no, will. I'll do it. It's fine. It'll just become about the X. Andrew, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! You dare come for the throne? Well, another excellent. In my feeling lengthy, I didn't time it, but probably pretty long. Ramsized. Loosely nonsensical, ever so slightly based in the game of basketball episode of Starting Five. Cody moves on to the final. Andrew moves on to the third place matchup. Some big implications there in both games, really. Thank you all for listening. Um, I just want to say, Andrew, I hope you win. Fuck Steven. (laughs) I don't know. Journey man to the journeyman himself. (laughs) Why not? I'm a bad guy now. Oh, you bad guys! I I'm love bad. It. Yeah, I'm bad. I, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I'm bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it. What have I done? I've I've birthed a hero. I've birthed a villain. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I didn't come from you, pal. <laughs> Which one's the villain? The one gonna kill you, or the one that? <laughs> I didn't say kill. No, 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 no. I birthed co-host Cody a hero, and then I birthed him so long that he became a villain, or whatever oh. they say in the Dark Knight. You birthed him for so long. <laughs> good, good night, everybody. <laughs> Take it easy, y'all. Hit you with the heat. Heyo, bitches. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Starting Five. If you enjoyed it, or even if you didn't, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at Starting57 and on Instagram at Starting5. Y'all just, you know, keep living out there. Take it easy.